Nobody brings Philadelphia fans closer together like the Green Legion. From tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, Green Legion Radio Players Show here on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, located at Live Casino, South Philadelphia, every Tuesday, starting at 8 p.m. We go till 10 p.m., our first hour of the show. We have a current Philadelphia Eagles player. We're going to get to him in just a second. And, of course, Slash, the second I'm about to introduce him, gets up and leaves. Isn't that excellent? (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. He wants nothing to do exactly with exactly resemblant of your responsibilities. And <laughs> I'm bored. I'm getting out of here. That's uh, good. Good stuff, everybody. Uh, Less Quimby, more other people. Yeah. There we go. Make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe on the iHeartRadio app to Fox Sports The Gambler and Green Legion Radio. Uh, everybody introducing the panel to my left, who can't sit still already. Producing the show today is Slash. What's up, brother? What's going on, guys? How we doing? Happy holidays. Next to him, Michael Shut Up Diaz, who is in a very weird spot. You've hosted the last three times. You've I know. Been here. I, I need to apologize to all the fans out there that are expecting an excellent show hosted by me. <laughs> I have. And next to him, host of your Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, Mr. Dave Spadaro. How are you? What's up, everybody? It's good to see you, sir. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, nice fresh shave on yeah. top of the dome. Always fresh. It Skull is, saver. When you're 13, one. No, I do. I just use a razor. Yes, yeah. a little water and razor. No problem. It, it looks good. Nice. Thank you, Quimby. It looks good. Get a little tan. Get a little tan. Yeah. Yeah. Just some stress. Yeah. On the opposite <laughs> side of the big table for me, legendary NFL receiver, three years with your Philadelphia Eagles, the Doctor, the Reverend, Mister Irving Fryer. Everybody. I missed you, Irv. You missed me? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Super Sam is pretending <laughs> to run StreamYard right now, but I think Lauren is actually doing it. I don't know what's going on. Did we even hit start yet? We did. What does Sam do around here? I, you know what? Actually, don't you say she that knows Sam. everyone, and it's okay. She, she, probably, she does it all. She probably has 20 people here, and you have yourself, which is worth about half a person. What's in the box, Sam? And of course, intern Lauren Powell from Westchester University. You only got a few more weeks left with us. How do you feel about that, Lauren? Ah, there we go. She can stick around. Four weeks too much. (laughs) And this week's guest from the Philadelphia Eagles, Idaho. What's what's the mascot of Idaho? A potato. Spud. That's a good guess. Nope. We'll tell you later. We'll we'll tell you later. Nope. I know what it is. Right. Everybody, number 53, linebacker Christian Ellis. Yeah. Nice to have you on. Nice to meet you, Christian. Big crowd there. Thank you. It's nice to meet you all. It's, called, it's the Vandals, by the way. It is Vandals. Vandals. The I Vandals? Vandals? Mm-hmm. The Vandals. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have any idea where the Vandals came from? No idea. But we it's like a Viking is a mascot, kind of. So like you're... Hold on. That, that 
that whole chant hasn't worked for that team for a while now. It's been great. No. Christian's got a great story about <laughs> Idaho football, but we'll get into that at some point here. I'm excited <laughs> to have Christian. I think that Christian embodies what football is all about. This is a kid. This is a, a, a kid, young guy here who he's one of 12 Ellis's. Ally. Bor- born of born of Luther, <laughs> former first round pick, uh, Detroit Lions, who I believe. He was drafted. It was a real pain in the ass first when we round, played Detroit. First round pick, 95, Detroit. Right. So to make the connection to Philadelphia, I'm not even sure if you know this or care. 1995, the, the Lions come to Philly, and Lomas Brown, their offensive tackle, guaranteed a victory against Ray Rhodes and the Philadelphia Eagles. And got their ass whooped. Got whooped. Whooped. <laughs> Rodney Pete, your that dad never told you right. that story about, hey, Philadelphia is a tough place to play, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He's got so many other kids to worry about. Noah, he's been in the NFL. So anyway, so welcome to the show, Thank Christian. You. And um, I don't know, you want to start? Because I don't well, have the, I don't yeah, have the let me down. Let me get through the business of the show real quick. Right. Everybody, the show is brought to you by friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra. $5 Bud Lights every day, all day, here at Live Casino. Make sure you take advantage of that. Stateside vodka and stateside bourbon. Diaz. Glug, glug. <laughs> Dave Beluso, State Farm, Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company, Premier Window Cleaning, WeHateDirtyWindows.com. That's WeHateDirtyWindows.com. The Lundla Bar and Grill, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City. All the beautiful ladies at Cheerleaders, and of course, our friends across the bridge at Echelon Health and Fitness. Everybody, we have Christian Ellis with us. 63231 is that about where you are right now? Yeah, pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. We were finding out uh, a couple weeks ago that it's an $800 fine if you're uh, off of by a pound in a certain weight range. Is that accurate? See, I've never missed it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. But what if you're what if you're under the weight? That's that's also not that's good. That's also that's yeah. also a fine? Yeah. Interesting. I think it would I be think. just as bad under the weight that it would I be. I agree. Yeah. Over. Right? I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably harder for a lot of people to put on weight than it is to take off weight. I mean, everybody has this image that eat, that players are like eating these mounds of food. Christian, what? Give, give me like your normal at the Novacare complex. By the way, the food is amazing. Thanks for the invite, Dave. You're welcome. I, well, maybe we'll, we'll do that someday. It's yeah. better than the lunches we used to have at the vet, bro. <laughs> Cat food, cat food. Yeah, they, they had to yeah. cater out. They had catered out awful, lousy and it food. It was awful. Yeah, absolutely horrendous. I don't know how we want. All right, we'll games. go back to you guys so, back in the biblical age after Christian's <laughs> off the show. So Novacare, I mean, there's like three glasses it's, of mead. It's three meals a day. It's there's like five chefs there. So what time do you get to the building? When what are you eating all the way? Do you eat all three meals at the building? Uh, I, I usually eat all three. Um, okay. Sometimes my uh, wife will make me breakfast. Sometimes um, I just grab a little bit of bread in the morning, and that's it. That's sometimes it. I don't eat breakfast. Um, breakfast is kind of like an optional meal for me. Interesting. Um, interesting enough, like I don't, I don't think I need it all the time. Um, my nutritionist would fight me on that, but <laughs> I do it anyways. But yeah, I mean, it's usually three meals a day at the Novacare, and our chefs are amazing. You Big, said nutritionist. Does does everybody have a nutritionist, or is it just one, one, one or two for the team? Yeah, one or two. Um, okay. Steph is our main nutritionist, and okay. she makes sure that we get all our meals and that's that's new. And that's new to me. <laughs> does, does Steph um, does she catalog everything that you eat? No, no, she doesn't catalog, but she she's there as like an asset to us, you know. Yeah. Um, 
we're we're charged with maintaining our own bodies, and she's just kind of there as like an added benefit for us. And so the reason it it may sound silly, um, it may sound silly that well, why do you have these? Because players will eat junk food if you let them eat junk food. Well, he's 23; he can get away with it. No, 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 no. But that's you don't that you 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 can't you can get away with it in 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 civilian life. Right. But you can't. You can't play football. I imagine you're trying to maximize strength, you're energy, trying to maximize energy and focus and concentration, all of that. You're trying to you're trying to optimize your body, your mind. All right. Well, let's ask him, Christian. How often do you get a chance to eat junk food, and do you? Uh, during season, no. Um, if I do, it will be on an off day, like Monday or Tuesday, usually depending. So, on do you want some wings? We yeah. get a pile over from sports and social right now. Teams on Saturday, no. Uh, no, no, sadly no. But um, most of the time, I don't. Yeah, most of the guys, I would say, don't. The guys who I've heard, like Chad Ochocinco used to, you know, he would have McDonald's before games. Um, some guys can, some guys can't. It's I also heard he took Viagra before games. Oh, I, I didn't yeah. know that. And also, I, hey, wow. if I'm going to get worked up, I guess that's one way of doing it. <laughs> and also, there's a junk food Friday, so players, I guess, weigh in on Fridays. Different and then after the after they weigh in, they're they're allowed to have it. it's wings. Yeah, you'll you'll find it. It's wings. It's pizza. It's burgers. It's as a Division One athlete myself, I know all about. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. It's really easy to mute him, Christian. It's great. <laughs> he actually was a Division One athlete. I was. Uh, 1996 Drexel soccer for a day. For a whole year. <laughs> I thought it was year. I thought it was, what, two holes like ping pong or something. So, I, I also am an IFA, uh, third singles, first doubles, IFA chain. All right, so Christian, yeah. back to you. Uh, interesting statistic, which goes back as far as you want. Uh, you were a high school star in two states. Yep. All right. Attending Judge Memorial Catholic in Salt Lake City. Yep. And Valor Christian in Highlands Ranch. Where's Highlands Ranch? Is that anywhere near Fort Collins? Uh, no. No. Uh, yeah. Other way? It's right outside of Denver. Um, yeah. It's like where all the, truly really where all the rich people live in, in outside of color, outside of Denver. Sounds about uh, right. McCafferty's are there. Um, there's a, it's old family. That Valor Christian's like a, kind of an athletic powerhouse. Right. Yep. Of a, Heard that. Uh, um, and, and, but before that though, Christian is one of 12 kids. Tell me what like how competitive life was when you were at the dinner table. Everything like, and 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 your dad's an NFL player. Was football? It was like football, or did everybody play football in your family? Yeah, everybody did at one point for the most part. Um, not everybody stuck with it. A lot of my siblings went different routes, and you know they enjoyed different things in life. But um, most of my brothers all play currently. So, it's cool. Are you the younger side or older side? He's older. third oldest, third. right? Third oldest? Oh, wow. Did your parents ever hear a cable television? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we brought you, you down for good. You're new to Diaz. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so, uh, named South Metro <laughs> Co-Defensive Player of the Year as a senior. Yep. Doubling on offense with 12 receptions for 337 yards and 30 carries for 226 yards. Yep. Also caught a 61-yard TD and longed an interception in the state title game. What happened in that game? Uh, at my job was to play defense, you know, do my job there. But then when I got to offense, run a go. 
You know, run and go. Just outrun everybody. Did you guys win that game? We did. Nice. We did. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I have four rings, thankfully. Oh, wow. Them. Look at that. I have, not to get I have one. It's pathetic, and I have to buy it off of Amazon every time I lose it. Why can't we mute him when he starts talking about his, his achievements? I know. It's not yeah. an achievement. It's just a purchase. Yeah. There was no achievement here. Well, you actually bought that? Yeah. yeah. Like, like Howard Eskin. Like Howard Eskin. Like Howard Eskin. Yeah. Could we buy ring? his rings? Yeah. Uh, selected to play in the 2017 Polynesian Bowl. Yeah. Uh, moved to Colorado when your father rejoined the the Broncos. Yep. Talk about the Polynesian Bowl because this is uh, I didn't I didn't realize until I was looking into your 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 history here a little bit. Uh, the Polynesian community gets behind its football players pretty hard. Yes, sir. And yes, it's sir. A, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. I. You know. First of all, going to the game was awesome. Going to Hawaii was awesome. Um, coming out of high school, you know, I didn't have many offers, you know, um, had offered to Idaho some smaller schools. So it was a huge opportunity for me just to go out there and play and perform. Um, you know, my grandma, so my dad's mom is Polynesian, so she came from Samoa. And, you know, ever since then, it's just been a, a big uh, part of our family, a part of our culture, and we love football. So uh, this is something people don't know about you. You are Samoan. Yep, Samoan. Samoan. Yep. Uh, it's not Samoan, it's Samoan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Tell us how to do Samoan. it. Yeah, you can correct that. Samoan. Samoan. It is what it is. So, so do you <laughs> can know? We? Do you know that? Uh, do you do that dance? The the ritual the Samoans do? Uh, most people. Do you the know? Haka. Yeah, the haka. Do you know how to do that? Uh, yes. You but do? Okay, good. You're required yeah, to do that right no. now. Can you show us? I can't. I, I, I think that. that's so cool. I think that's so cool. Turn the break. Guys Turn the break. Doing that. Turn the, the, break. the greatest, the greatest Samoan player of all time in the NFL. Anybody know? Troy Palomalo. Mm, I wouldn't say so. With me, I mean, I don't know if he's Samoan or not. I believe that is Most your. Tutupu? That that's I your. Say that either. That's your football hero. Am I accurate? No. I I love watching Troy. Yeah. Before then. I, well, was, I would say Anthony Munoz. I Munoz, was going to say that. Yeah. Ah, okay, good. Well, I, I, was sure uh, I got a question. Can we call you Buddha for the rest of the show? <laughs> Usually my family calls me Buddha Boy. And that was my mom's nickname for me. But We're all I mean, family here. We're not going to call you Buddha. Yeah, I was about to say. You could just say no. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I don't, I, I'm kind of polite, you know. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to do it here. You don't have to be polite to him. Uh, yeah, don't, be don't be polite. polite here. Don't be polite to him. Don't be. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. He'll, right. he'll run all over you. I love the fact that you're an outdoorsman, hunting and fishing. How do you know that? I, I know everything, bro. Oh. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles put a nice bio uh, right. for you. It's online. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, also, you're just, just screwing up everything, Diaz. You can't just let me have. You know. Quimby found out what the internet oh, yeah. was about two years ago and just hasn't stopped since. So. By the way, I hate every single one of these people on this <laughs> he, panel. He mailed to uh, America, America Online. They sent him this disc in the mail. He uh, there. <laughs> I think what's I think what's interesting in that whole answer is that Christian and probably a lot of players don't even look at their bios online like i would no. think that players would look at their don't really? care why not because they have to be neutral and no ambiguous or ambivalent i don't know the word uh, yeah, but the team's towards what anybody is, has to say about it because if you live by the cheers you'll yeah. die by the booze yeah but i also seen That's like why. on twitter like players reacting to their madden ratings as well like isn't that kind of a similar situation it's stupid okay Almost you know, as stupid as this conversation. Well, right I talked so back to Christian. Hey, it's funny, hang on, before you on that line. I was talking with Christian um, or with uh, Britton Covey today, and Britton was Britton admitted that like early in the season, 
when he wasn't getting, you know, a lot of yards and punt returns and people were coming down on him on Twitter. We're going to talk about that. Um, hmm. That he actually felt that the fans, I don't know if he used the word hate, but like didn't like him. And I was like, no, 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 no. First of all, this guy endeared himself like, by parking in the lot with right, everybody like, on the first like, game. No, it's not, it's not, I was like, no, the fans love you. They just want you to return every punt <laughs> for, for, a a touchdown. for a touchdown. What's right? wrong with that? I, I have a question. We're talking about social media. When I played, there was no social media. There's barely any social. There was barely, barely any social, and we were barely social. Um, how much of an impact does that play on the players or has on the players? And does it have an impact on you? Negative or positive? I think. Uh, I see. I don't have social media. Okay. I deleted it probably like eight months ago. Smart because, man. Because, Good move. Because it honestly just took away time from my family, time that I can spend doing other things, mm-hmm. um, time I can spend studying the game. Um, but I know it affects other guys differently. Some guys can't deal with hate. Some guys do well with it, and it fuels them. Right. It is to each their own. But for me personally, I kind of just got rid of social media. I didn't really see it as a necessity in mm-hmm. my life, mm-hmm. so I was just, I was okay with it. Have you seen it affect some of your teammates or other players in the past in a negative way, and their play? In college, yeah, in college, I wouldn't say I have wow. guys at this level are pretty professional with it, and you know their, their business is their own. But in college, I had roommates and friends that um, affected them deeply. I want to get back. Oh, you you want well, to? I think I th- uh, back what Dave said too. Uh, for <laughs> thank you um, <laughs> for Britain too. You know, there could be a thousand cheers and you just hear that one boo. You know what I mean? So uh, get, getting rid of it is is a great idea. I wish more players did that. It's a good way to interact with the fans, but you're going to get those. You know, I know as our Green Legion social media director that when uh, we get a, we get a ton of compliments every single day, and then the and then one, I speak and we get a lot of boos. That that is true. That's why I am the most popular host of Green Legion Radio, the Player Show. But uh, the one the one negative uh, comment it just it just eats at me. And, and Matt and, and you know we're a little little side company here. We're not playing on the field, so I, I can imagine how that can distract from players. It's, I think it's a great idea that you got rid of it. I, I was looking around on Twitter, couldn't find you, no. uh, you know, um, and uh, I was like, oh, that's, 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 I, you don't see it too often and it keeps your focus where it needs to be. I think that's yeah. a great, great thing. I agree. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back from break here. Echelon Health and Fitness located in Voorhees, New Jersey. Voted best gym in South Jersey five years in a row. Membership starting at eight ninety nine per month. Family and locally owned. Indoor track, newest cardio strength training equipment, three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool, and dry sauna, even a kids club. Over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week. MBSC Thrive personal training, considered the best group training in the country, and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health and Fitness. Member perks, Echelon members saving over 800 local businesses simply by being an active member. Coming to Audubon, New Jersey in early 2023, call 856 856- Four five four two nine seven six. That's eight five six four five four two nine seven six for a free thirty day all access access pass. <laughs> or go to Echelon HF. <laughs> or go to Echelon HF. That's EchelonHealthFitness.com. Everybody, this is Green Legion Radio with Irving Fryer and Quimby and Christian Ellis, and everybody else is getting fired uh, at the break. We'll be back live from South Philadelphia Live Casino right after this. The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. 
Legion Radio Players Show here on Fox Sports, the Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Broadcasting from Live Casino here in South Philadelphia at Center Bar. $5 Bud Lights all day, every day here at Live Casino. Whether it's Center Bar, Sports and Social, everywhere. $5 Bud Lights, everybody take advantage of it. We are here with Philadelphia Eagles linebacker Christian Ellis. Ooh, ooh, uh. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I want to get back before everybody uh, starts chiming in again uh, to the uh, outdoorsman in your hunting and fishing. Go. Tell me what your favorite thing is on both sides. Waterfowl, 100%. Okay. So I think my favorite thing to eat is probably quail. Okay. Um, favorite thing to hunt is probably goose. Okay. Interesting. Um, I just want to hunt a goose. So, no, you don't. Why? You, Why goose? Goose, just because that's what my... So I got introduced to hunting for my best friend in Utah. Um, his name's Leaf, um, and he just took me to his cabin all the time, and we would always go hunting with his uh, father. Um, and so what we would always do is we'd surround a pond, um, because we never use dogs. Dogs is a way you can go hunting. Right. Um, but we would sit around a pond, wait for... We'd call them in, uh, wait for them to land, and then usually you'd have scarers, and then you'd have people who shoot where they fly away from you okay yeah be careful not to shoot the scarers yeah yeah well they were far <laughs> enough away that you there's no way you would hit them and even if you did i remember one time um his brother shot and he shot in my direction but i was so far away it just oh. felt like a bunch of bb's hitting me so it was a little it was he a little actually little hit you you've been yeah. shot and he lived yeah <laughs> but i was so far away that with a shotgun it kind of just felt like getting hit with the is your name dick cheney <laughs> I, I'm glad you said BBs. I was wondering what kind of like weaponry do you use? What little tiny bullets? Shot, shot, oh, shot, that, that shot. shotgun. I don't, know, I don't know anything about guns. Shot. I don't know anything about shotguns. A bunch of BBs and one cartridge. Oh. Yeah. I've been hunting before. I'm not a hunter, but I've been hunting before. Yes. More importantly, the fishing element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you if you say anything other, you go shut More importantly, the fishing <laughs> element. <laughs> I think. So I I used to love. <laughs> I used to try to fly fish. I wasn't always the greatest. It's tough. At it I it is a tough it, it art hard, to learn, man. Um, but I think my favorite thing to do is probably just go sit at a lake, preferably in Michigan, you know, and I would throw out a, just a little a little bait on a hook and just, just sit there. See what, see what happens? Life. Yeah, just look at nature, just enjoy life, and then if I get a bite, I get a bite, and if I don't, then I'm just looking at looking at God's green earth. You know? It's awesome. Christian is well adjusted, uh, too well adjusted for this show. He, I, yeah, we're gonna have to try to, to we're gonna have head. to yeah try to ruin you in some yeah. capacity. I don't know what. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I would think it, like if you're sitting in a boat for four or five hours, don't you just want to fall asleep? Yeah, you can. No, well, let me tell you about saltwater fishing, fishing yeah. because the best part is here we go. You'll be out on a boat, get asleep, and the mates will tell you when something hits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. that's what we do. You speak, speaking of fishing and Samoan. Mosi Tatupo, I played with Mosi. He was a Samoan running back. He taught me a song about fishing. I'm not going to sing it. Oh, come on, Earth. No, 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 no. I'll tell you the words, though. Uh, the words were, we throw our nets out into the sea, and all the little fishies come swimming to me. Alu-alu-u, alu-alu-i, alu-alu-a. Oh. That's what, so, you don't know that song? No. Would've maybe if you sang it. Maybe yeah. you just made, maybe I, I, just made it up. Actually, yeah, he, he taught me. Uh, I'm he sorry, Christian's it. not familiar with nursery rhymes. He used to <laughs> sing it all the time. It was something that him and his family did when they went fishing. They would sing that song. Samoan no. Dr. Seuss. How about snowmobiling? <laughs> Love snowmobiling. Big time, right? Love snowmobiling. All right. That's always fun to do. All right. Bucket list. You want to minister around the world, spread God's word. Yeah, yeah. Talk uh, about that. 
So because um, I, I believe Britain uh, went on a mission to Chile. Yeah, yep. Chile. We were there for two years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I, I was in Chile. So my my fa- my dad was a believer, and so I grew up in the faith. It didn't really come, become my own until high school, and then I I really just died. I well, one I wanted to see if God was even real. So I started looking at other religions. I started looking at uh, science. I started looking at all these things. And Buddha boy. Yeah, yeah. I started. I got to the conclusion that there's no way this Earth came to be without a creator. You know, if we're off one degree closer to the sun, we burn. burn. If we we're one freeze. degree away, we freeze. Like just the just how complicated this world is. I, I just can't see it without a designer. Um, and so that's how I came to Christianity. I thought it was the most stable for me in my life. And then, you know, for my family, it's the values I want to hold. And, you know, I, I, I live here so that one day I could see his face. Can I get an amen? Amen. Oh, hold on amen. a second. These guys can use some of that. You you don't have to look too far. That that corner is all about right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, go ahead. That corner. Uh, you said your dad um, was a believer and that, that that's where you gained your faith. What was the relationship, um, and how old were you when your was your father still playing? When do you, when you had, do you have memories of your father playing? Um, yeah. H- how did you kind of like look at his career and and how did he manage all of that time and twelve children? It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I, I can't imagine it being easy. You know, you have twelve little kids that are so impressionable, but you can only spend so much time with all of them. Um, so I know that me personally, my siblings, uh, sometimes you do feel a little like, oh, dang, I wish mom and dad could spend more time with me. You know, I wish I want their attention. So you kind of lash out. You kind of do things to get their attention. You know, not always I do that good. to this day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's more common. But, you know, it's just it was just hard. It was a little harder growing up. But my dad and my mom did their best. And, you know, I, I would say all of us turned out pretty well. Great. And, and what do you remember about your dad's playing career? The only memory I have... He was a bastard. <laughs> he was tough, man. No, he was. Yeah, he he, he was a great player. Yeah. Uh, just, well, he, he just lived, causing, causing or havoc or But everywhere. he lived by the Bible. Be fruitful and multiply. I'm talking about him as a player. <laughs> yes, very, very fruitful. fruitful no, I'm, talking, I'm talking about on the field. I mean, he was a, he was a mess. He created havoc everywhere. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, uh, the only really memory I have on the field is when I was looking at my mom. So it's not even of my dad playing... It's just me looking at my mom at uh, a game. What's their stadium called again? Uh, it was Pontiac Stadium, right? Silverdome. 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 Yeah. Pontiac Silverdome. Yeah. Yep. That's the only memory I have. Does so. he have a man? Did, does he have a man kid? Did he ever like kind of no. talk I, to you about it? Because he's still in the game, right? He still yeah. coaches. Yeah. So my he taught well he he t- he oh my goodness he taught me a lot about my game and just how I carry myself. But he, he doesn't really have a man cave. He doesn't really put out all of his stuff. He kind of he's kind of like dead to the things of this world, and it's honestly inspiring to me because you know all the things he's accomplished. He's just like it's it's all nothing. It's just it is what it is. So, so Christian, when did you fall and why did you fall in love with the game of football? So I fell in love with it. It probably wasn't until like middle school because. You know, in elementary, I, I didn't like the hitting part. I didn't like the physicality. You know, like, I was just like, ah, that's like, this hurts, you know? But then in high school and really in college, I found beauty in the pain. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> wow. kind of, yeah, it's, you know, it's not supposed to be that deep. 
But no, I totally get it. But it's just like it, there's you know a good feeling when you hit somebody. There's you know a good feeling when you make a good play, and that's also bad feelings when you know you don't. Um, and I think there's just the balance of it is what really I, what I fell in love with, and then the platform it gives you, you know, to help those in need, to be able to share God's word. And for my case, you know, and to be able to just enjoy the game that my dad did, and my older brother is, and my younger brothers are going to, and are. Well, let's 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 talk about that real quick. Uh, Caden and Noah yep. also played at Idaho. Yep. Uh, now in the NFL, Caden, uh, another linebacker, was selected by the Saints in the seventh round. Yep. Uh, the 2019 NFL Draft. Uh, with the Saints currently? Yes, he is. Are you gonna uh, are you gonna welcome him on uh, on January first? Or are you gonna say, hey, you know, go stay in the in the in the team hotel? Family first, always. You I know, got you. I'm so <laughs> excited to see him. You know, I, I'm sad his uh, little daughter and his little son can't come, and his wife um, miss them dearly. But you know, I'm excited that they're gonna come out here and lose. So. <laughs> Clip that. There it is. <laughs> Clip that. There it is. Family first, but he's going to lose. Christian just that. guaranteed us a win. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Noah currently. Uh, with the, we'll send it over to he him. He just guaranteed us a win. <laughs> yeah. And Noah currently with you here in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, Noah's here. Um, I think just we're so competitive with each other. So, like, I, I'm never going to admit that I'm ever going to lose to Caden. I'm never going to admit that I'm ever going to lose to Noah. Or am I? Are you a little pissed off he was drafted and you uh, were an undrafted free agent? Just out of curiosity. No. Family first, but you could be pissed. No, actually, no, not at all. Um, Caden's work and his work ethic, you know, took him to where he was. You know, for me, um, there was so much growth in my game that needed to be developed before. Um, you know, I don't think I was ready. I don't think um, it was in God's plan designed for me to be drafted. It took me down a different path, and it made me, it forced me to grow more. It forced me to adjust to the game. So, I mean, there's, there's not much to say about that other than you know, I was so happy. For I think Kate. you're saying a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, it's like I, I'll never, I, I'm never going to be mad about that. Like, I never want to wish. I, I was, I was. Literally trying to stir the pot. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, I, I get this question from people, so I'm kind of asking on behalf of others. How do you balance, and Irv, you obviously can answer this question as well, balance the peace and the righteousness of religion with the violence of the game of football? And there has to be a bit of recklessness. No, maybe not recklessness. Cura- certainly courage. Certainly... Um, um, an acceptance of, of violence of how do you kind of reconcile that? <laughs> What's me? You want yeah, you me to answer? You can answer that one. Well, <laughs> I smite thee in Jesus' name. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's actually Clip that too. <laughs> <I'm please. laughs> actually, it gives you more of a peace, more peace, uh, knowing that you're covered, knowing that you're protected. This is the way the game is played. It's a violent game. I don't, or I didn't play the game, and I didn't have contact with guys to try to maim them. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have ill intentions like that. But I did want to impose my will against my opponent so that I could gain an advantage. That's the way the game is played. But you don't do it with a uh, with ill intentions. Yeah. Um, but I always, particularly after I got saved, I didn't get saved until I was 27. So I had been in the league probably eight years, going across the middle after I knew I had the Lord on my side, was a lot different than going across the middle not having the Lord on my and, side. And that's when you had your best years, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. Explain. It's just, it's just a confidence and a hope and a belief that he's going to take care of me. He's going to protect me. 
that I have my shield, I have my armor on, and what I need to do I can get done and not have to worry about it. As one who inflicts the damage, the physical part of it, Christian, how, would you kind of go along the same lines as Irv there? Yeah, if the Lord's with me, then who can be against me? You know, like... Preach, man, he preaching, that's a sneaker preach. At the end of the day, it's God's will be done. Um, that's how I play. You know, if I get if I get hurt, I get hurt. If I don't get hurt, I don't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I can't mm -hmm. control any of these outcomes. All I can do is do everything as if you're doing it for the Lord. So I'm going to give it 100% while I can. And mm -hmm. until then, we're told... God calls me to do something else. Go preach. Go do something. Um, that's what I'll do. I, I want to know why you didn't bring a ukulele with you. See, I don't know how you know that, but <laughs> it's on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Again, really? Diaz, they, they you're really that? busting me up here. How do they know that though? So I think I, 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 I think I think, think what I they do, that. Christian. So they'll go to your college bio. Yeah, they follow you. They follow. Oh, I think Spuds is leaking info. So somewhere along the line, you told somebody in college that you played the ukulele, and then they'll ask you like your bucket list of things, and they'll put that down, and mm. it just gives you a, it gives people. I think what's really important for football, because you wear helmets, yeah. is providing fans an opportunity to see you with your helmet off and oh, to get to know yeah. you as a person. As a human. As yeah, a human. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that increases your brand. That increases your platform. That increases your fan base. That's why you, if players who, who are distant from fans, I never understand that because without the fans, there would be none of us. There would yeah. be no game. There yeah. would be nothing. So that's why they put the bio in. And, and fans really eat well, that let, stuff Well, let's, let's continue on that. Back to the ukulele. So you no no we're gonna we're gonna move on because we don't have one. Had I known, had I had more time, there'd be one here. No, you shut up. I have a ukulele. I play it, the ukulele as well. Oh lord, jeez. Oh, you ever find you go ukulele right to guitar and it's like the the fingering is it's hard to play the guitar. Uh, uh, mm, all right. not, well, I, I didn't even no. try it. Didn't touch Hold it on right. a second. No. I don't. I think he's full of it. To be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, well, well it looks like for our favorite January movie. Fun. Favorite movies are all Disney movies. See, I but which Disney. one? Love but which Disney. one? You got to um, pick one, and you got to do it right now here on the spot. What would it be? Sleeping Beauty. Um, just because that's what started it for me. I love the fight with the dragon at the end of the movie. Wow. Um, that was always one of my favorites. I have to but... worry about that every morning too. I understand. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we no, want him no to come back yeah. on the show, no, Quincy. No, no, no comment. Hold on. Everybody's Quibby. laughing. We know that yeah. was funny. Uh huh. Um, Polynesian food. Describe Polynesian food. A lot of meat. That a boy. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot. Of, so a lot of pork. I love pork. Um, just a lot of meat. That's all. Barbacoa. Barbacoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's just a lot of meat, a lot of spices, a lot of sauce. It is, but it's but, a sweet spice. It's yeah. not a. It's not yeah. a. You're you're going to the. Yeah. You're you're running for a glass of milk no, no, spice. No, no, no. Like it's sweet, but um. I think you guys should know this. Like, my grandma's Polly, and she never taught my dad any of the cultural... I mean, he knows a lot more than I, but then my dad never taught me. So I know a little... I know, like, of our Polly culture, but, like, I don't speak well, Samoan. I don't... Like, I don't... We're going to find out to how much or you know other. about Polynesian culture when uh -oh. we have our quiz on uh -oh. the last segment. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. None. And uh, you're not... <laughs> No, I, I know what you mean by that. My dad is Colombian. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I don't know anything about Colombia. I've never been yeah. there. He, he never took us there. And it's... Mi uh, español amiga es idiota. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. You yeah. say that to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, 
you know, it's it's it's, it's great to be assimilated. I, I don't know how you feel about it. It's like, eh, be nice to nice to know a little bit, you know. Yeah, no, I get why I know, share, I know enough, like I know enough about our culture, and you know, I love our culture, um, but it's just never something that was always preached to me in my household. The first thing that was always preached to me is, you know, follow God, you know, and then figure out everything after that. So it was kind of like that, and then everything else goes. Everything else is really, you know, it is what it is. You can't change it, you know? So back to food before we get to the Polynesian test and talk about your football career with the Philadelphia Eagles, because um, we only have one minute left in the segment. What is your, your pregame meal, Christian? What are you eating? If you're not eating breakfast normally... For a one o'clock game, what are you doing? Pasta, pasta, a big bowl energy. Of pasta. Yep. Really? Yep. That's my. And what that's do you feel for uh, fire, baby? And what are you listening to? What are you listening to before you go on the field? I listen to worship music. There you go. That's changed. There that's he changed. is. I used to listen to rap, all that, but I listen to worship music now. Should listen to the Friar Place every Friday at noon. They should listen to I that should. too. <laughs> the, uh, yep. To go from rap to worship is. 180 degrees. Well, there's Christian rap. I don't know too, about that. But oh, that's true. Oh, it was Christian yeah. rap. Yeah, like Lecrae, okay. Trip Lee. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't listen to Christian rap. So obviously, <laughs> right, I, thought, well, I thought you were talking about like 24 year old rap. Considering the Christian element of this conversation, do not listen to this live read. Don't <laughs> hang out alone in the man cave for football this season. Try hanging out at cheerleaders with sexy entertainers. <laughs> $4 domestic beers, Jameson specials, and Great awesome timing. game day prizes during all Sunday and Monday football games. That's right. Stop in before, during, or after the game, not only to see your favorite entertainers, but also your chance to win an awesome game day prize. The most epic game day experience is at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, where champions play. Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. Everybody, Green Legion Radio Player Show on Fox Sports The Gambler. 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, here at Live Casino with number 53 Eagles linebacker Christian Ellis coming back for one more segment after this. Everybody, listen to the commercials, and we'll see you in a minute. The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Sorry, I'm letting this song play out. All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio Players Show here on Fox Sports. The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Do not forget, we will be broadcasting the Fox Sports pregame show live from the Winston Athletic Association on 3rd Street in Northern Liberties this Saturday before the Cowboys game from 2 to 3 p.m. It's going to be drink specials from 1 to 4, $4 domestics, $5 Winston Seltzers, $6 select vodka drinks. We have DJ Smooth performing from 3 to 8. We've got a lot going on. And the best part about it is Diaz won't be there. Yeah. Worst show ever. <laughs> wow, Diaz, wh- what's wrong? What uh, you- I, I, great. So, anyway, <laughs> let's focus on our guest here because we only have him for a few more minutes. Everybody, Eagles linebacker number 53, Christian Ellis with us still. Let's, let's talk about Christian this year and the impact that he's made. Excuse me? Absolutely not. Right. I have more important things to talk All about. Right. Oh, no. You can tell who's in charge. The Polynesian, you can't uh, the Polynesian. Oh, yeah, man. I didn't work on this for nothing. A little spoiled, yep. too. All right, so you are some, a Samoan. 
on. Yep. All right, we got a, a quiz. Ready? Five people. <laughs> Here we go. I want to know what heritage the following celebrities are. <laughs> Troy Palomalo. Someone. All right, good. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Someone. Jason Momoa. Ooh. Hold on a second. You have to answer first, and if you are wrong, I will pass it to whoever wants to raise their hand. Let me keep the streak alive. Someone. Nope. Next. <laughs> I thought he was related to The Rock. Only in stature. Uh, 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 Dothraki? Nope, Dothraki. <laughs> perfect, perfect. He is Dothraki. <laughs> Finally, Diaz, some, Diaz has something good to say. Sam's in the back. Spuds, any idea? Um, Egyptian. No. That's not Polynesian. Oh, not Polynesian. Oh, he's Polynesian. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, just, everybody's oh, Polynesian. Polynesian. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> Native Hawaiian. Oh, I was actually going to say Hawaii. Yeah. That's my second guess yeah. after Polish. <laughs> after Polish? Taika Waititi. Tongan. Huh? Tongan. No, Maora. Oh. I don't know what that is, but it's I've never even heard of that. That's probably a smaller island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tamora Morrison, better known as Boba Fett. Ooh. Fijian. My aura as well. Oh, I thought it was Australian. Okay. Nope. Nope. Buddha baby. Buddha baby. <laughs> <laughs> what year does Samoa declare its independence? 1893? 62. 62. boy. See, I knew you were messing yes, around. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I knew, knew you knew one. that. I knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how about this? This I'm not going to give you any help with. The two largest islands in Samoa. Ooh, Savili and, uh, gosh. I'm not sure. Field goal. Upola. The U. Mm. But you had it. The biggest island is uh, Savili. I thought That's it was. That's where my family's from. Is it, it say, how do you pronounce it again? Savili. Savi. I thought it was Savai. Savai. So, so, is it Savi? I don't know. All right. That's a great question. <laughs> See, I, All right, but this this is a fun I'll one for someone. everybody. The guy asking the questions doesn't even know the answers. Excuse me. That's <laughs> how our show works here. <laughs> you should know the answers if you're going to ask the questions. Uh, who is buried high on Mount Vai? 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 V-A-E-A? On the island of Upolu? No idea. Ah, it's a I'm, good one. I'm going to apologize, Christian. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. There's there's an applicable reason for this, because he was the author of Treasure Island. Oh, Robert oh. Louis Stevenson. There really? we go. Huh. Who spent his last four years on the islands of Samoa and huh. was buried high uh, on, on that one. Great rating. for him. Great, sorry. great job. Can we go back to fishing? Yeah, yes, go back to fishing. <laughs> Dave. Go ahead. I just want to talk about Christian. So Christian uh, signed by the Vikings 2021, comes to the Eagles last year. A litany of transactions. It is a, it is a <laughs> testament. No, I mean, look, I mean, it's a testament to somebody who wants to be in the NFL for many, many, many years. Since you get there, sometimes you got to take a really long path. Um, saw you last year at the end of the season against the Dallas Cowboys. You played very, very well. You come back this year, practice squad most of the year. Elevated for Tennessee, the Giants, and the Bears. 
immediate impact on defense, immediate impact on special teams. Where do you feel you are, Christian? And can you kind of just like explain to everybody just how difficult it is to kind of just feel secure in the league? So, yeah, um, I, w- I wouldn't say I still feel secure. Um, I think I have a home here in Philadelphia. I really like Howie. I really like our team. Um, there's not uh, another organization that I'd rather play for. Um, but, I, shoot, what was it? That was good. No, that was no, good. Yeah, no, I got well, distracted. How tough, is the last <laughs> how, t- how tough it is How tough is it to, to make that step, you know? Oh, it's, it's exhausting. Exhausting more for my family, I would say, than me. And then, it, I mean, it is exhausting for me, too. You know, just never knowing where you're going to end up. You know, you're back and forth between... I think I was in San Francisco for a little bit last year. I was in Minnesota to start. I was I was working out for Titans. Well, feel better about the fact that you're no longer in Minnesota. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, I was working out for the Titans. I was doing all these things, and you know, and some of them were just workouts. They wouldn't even give me a chance on practice squad. And so it's just, you know, to see the way God's moved my life and just to have the opportunity to play and just throw my body in there and you know hit somebody it just it's just been a blessing i don't want to get hit by you what, i'm not what, gonna lie and all that all the bouncing around you did over the last couple of years what was your father saying to you He's first round draft choice yep. you know you're bouncing around a little yep. bit not really sticking not really staying what was what was he saying to you he just said god has a plan for you you know uh, he's been uh, such a big influence in my life and he's been a huge motivator for me and you know i love him to death and He's just—he's just been a huge motivator. He's always had my back and just tell me you got this, you got this. Nice. You know, go dominate, nice. go dominate, go put a show out. You know, yeah, good. We nice. we we did a show. Well, we do a show here every Tuesday at Live Casino at 8 p.m. But a few weeks back, there was uh yeah some you know we're trying to we're trying to pick little holes in the in the te- in the team and they're pretty solid all around and we were picking on special teams. We asked Dave, hey, you know, Dave, what's going on with special teams? Dave said, you know, it's it's uh, week whatever it was week. 14, 13, what are we going to do here? Well, the answer was to elevate Christian Ellis to the, from the practice <laughs> squad uh, to the to the, the, Apparently. the roster. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, as a fan, I don't know everything about special teams. I don't know every single play you're running and what your assignments are. Um, but you're making plays out there. And um, a week, the weakness of the team has been shored up. Since there's some other changes, too, but since you're elevated here, I know you got one more, uh, whatever you, what do you call it? Elevation or standard elevation? Yeah, standard ele- elevation here. So, I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not Howie. I don't make the choices, but uh, I think you got a great, great role here on the team. We're happy to have you. It's, uh, it's, it's okay. been a big change since you've been. Uh, I, I, I want to, I want to end Christian's time here the right way and and give and have him give a shout out to the true MVP of his life. Because when you look at all of these transactions, all right, it's moving around. It's uncertainty. It's, I'm sure, a lot of emotional turmoil. That your wife yes. has to be your rock. Yes. Right? How important has she been in your life? Uh, she's been she's been the most important person. You know, met her in college, and ever since then, just fell in love. Um, had her ups and downs, but she's been by my side ever since. And you know, we take it day by day. She's always there, and she always supports me. And always, and says, Christian, you go out and pursue your dream. I know, I believe in you 100%. You're gonna get there. Yeah, That's all the awesome. time. Uh, well, if I could squeeze this Make last question quick. in here, uh, you've been around with the team here for a couple of years. This is Dallas week. Dallas. So has any of this uh, in the city kind of rubbed off, uh, rubbed off to you uh, on how 
at how we feel about this matchup and uh, and, and, and 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 with that with that in mind, I think you're going to have a great game on on Saturday, and, and this is why. Because you're on this show right here, something that you're not aware of, but it's called the Green Legion Radio Bump. Bump. All right. So what happens here, and I don't know what it is. It's some, you know, it's 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 God's will, I guess, because it's not scientific at all. But any time we have, every time we have a player guest on the show, something happens good for them that week. Now I don't know if it's going to be a forced fumble on special teams, or you, you know, Diaz, get to the point. A key block. So. You make that play. You find Dave in the locker room after the game. Everyone's going to be celebrating because we're going to have we're going to clinch the number one uh, overall seat. Uh, you get Quimby's car for a uh, a week for a week for a week. Uh, <laughs> n- nice Mercedes. He's you got get, a nice get, Mercedes. Get to drive uh, your family around for a little bit. I don't know if they're. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that there's the car hooks in the back. We'll we'll figure that out later. Okay. Anyway, let I, him I, let I, him go. I have one last question, and I I can't believe we didn't ask the question. Um, so who's playing quarterback on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get that for the second hour, Dave. Excellent. Excellent. Christian? See, he's, uh, he's coached up so well, he didn't even answer. I'm not going to. Next next question. <laughs> Christian, uh, thank you, sir, no, thank for you, being guys. here. Thank you. Excellent guest. Thank you. Excellent guest. You're always Thanks, welcome back. Thanks so yeah, much. Yeah, anytime. I appreciate it. Anytime. Appreciate it. You guys, we're going to take a few photos with Christian uh, here. Idaho uh, potato top bowl. of the air of the potato bowl. Uh-oh. What's going on? a replay. Right. Everybody, Green <laughs> Legion. today's paper, Quimby? Green Legion Radio Players Show. I am going to kick your ass in the break. <laughs> Straight up. Green Legion Radio Players Show here at Live Casino and on Fox Sports Gambler 102.5 FM Philadelphia with Christian Ellis, Philadelphia Eagles linebacker. Brother, health and happiness to you regardless of what you're doing. Thank you. Happy Appreciate holidays, too. Appreciate yes, you being here. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys, we'll be back top of the hour when I roast Dave for play calling. <laughs> See you in a minute. Yeah. Everybody, Green Legion Radio Players Show from Live Casino, South Philadelphia. Here on Fox Sports, the Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. What do you got? I just watched Diaz dancing. It was like the Mummers Parade starting. Well, he's Bourbon Diaz now. Yeah. The players, the Diaz, players yeah. off the show. It's time for some bourbon. No, oh, that's all right. Yikes! All right, who's stepping up to the plate? In the empty chair, uh, Sam will be here after Sam. she. Uh, I don't know. I think Lauren should do it. Yeah, Lauren, why don't you get on the mic? I know, Lauren, get up there. Let's go. She's gonna, she's gonna get up there and just go like this. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's all right. So anyway, Play I have a, I have a great, I have a great story I have to tell you guys. Okay, we'll and, be the judge of that. Oh, it's a fantastic story, and uh, I can't post it on social media, but I'll talk about it here. Lauren, you'll be the judge if this is a great story. Yeah, if they can't well, go on social media. I don't think you should say it here either. Doesn't matter if you did post it on social media. Lauren, do you ever look at Facebook? No. <laughs> anyway, Quim- Quimby's AOL. Account. Thank you. <laughs> I do know what that is. Adults online. <laughs> so, uh, at the Chicago, at the Chicago game this Sunday. Uh, yep, there she is, escorting a Christian, Christian Ellis. Ellis. Once again, appreciate you being here, bro. So, uh, Eric Bayless, our good friend in Chicago. Big the Onion Tavern Group. Big Onion Tavern Group. Uh, Hopsmith, Fat Poor are locations for all of our activities. Uh, he happened to have a couple extra tickets to a box. 
which, by the way, I felt really guilty for about 30 seconds not being out in the cold with everybody else. You would have just left the game. You I would have. I'd have been out every, by the first quarter. Yeah, you would have marched everyone in and said later. Marched in. Hey, everybody, you good? See you later. All right. But it happened to be the box next to the visiting owner's box. So, as we saw, Howie, Mr. Laurie, right next to us. And, you know, everybody says, got to know how to act, which, you know, is very difficult for me, as we all know. But didn't do anything, just having fun. So we're sitting in a certain, uh, 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 you know, alignment here. We have Eric's seven-year-old son, Luke, who is more football knowledgeable than I am. Uh, Not a high bar. Anyway, so (laughs) I was prepared to mute you on that. Uh, And he's sitting uh, next to the glass, uh, uh, you know, the, the closest you can be. It's the middle of the third quarter, maybe getting a little bit towards the end. And I'm like, all right, that's it. It, it was Luke, and there was Captain Epps, and it was me. And it, it wasn't working. This setup wasn't working. <clears throat> I go, all right, let's go. Get up. Luke, switch seats with me. If this doesn't work, we'll switch we're, again. we're yeah. switching again. Right. All of a sudden, we start playing well. And at 2.57 Central Time, I get a text message from Don Smolensky. And it simply says, good move for good juju switching seats. (laughs) That's great stuff. And I'm like, they're fans too. You saw that? They run the team. You saw that? They're still fans too. Yeah. That is a good story. Why can't you post that on social media? I just, I don't want to, I just. You don't want to tell everyone that you were sitting in a box while your clients were freezing their butts off? Pretty much. Hobnobbing with Jeffrey and Howie and Don and uh, Mr. Dave's down on the field. (laughs) I was in a press box. It was. Uh, it was no way I was going to be on the field. No way I was. Gonna, it was ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. All right. Well, let's, let's get into that. All right. Let's right? Talk about it. Dave. Uh, obviously, let's discuss the injury. Go for it. Uh, I don't think it's that much to talk about. I think kind of. I, we all know Mitch is a capable quarterback. Uh, 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 we, we don't know he's playing on Saturday. I'm just, listen, what I'm saying is. I don't see any reason if Jalen has a bit of a tweak, rest him, rest him, rest him. Don't need to be out there. We're going to get to whether or not his shoulder was hurt before this game because I'm wondering about that. He was a little inaccurate. It, it was not. Did for 360 yards or whatever last Three, game. 318 whatever. against uh, a Bears, uh, 376 total yards. He got first, hurt late in the third quarter. First of all, let's let's thank one particular organization for allowing us to not have to really worry about too much. Jacksonville thank you, Doug Peterson yeah. <laughs> and the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's totally the truth. Trevor Lawrence looks like a stud. He is sexy. I know you think that. So um, mm, that hair. <laughs> Dallas Goddard back this week. Agreed. Uh, elevated yep. today. Yep. So. I believe that's Gardner Minshew's favorite target, and we only know that from one game, and that was in the Meadowlands against the Jets last year. But threw to him for two touchdowns and 160 yards. So are we worried about this? Dave, talk about this. Well, let me just say this. Yeah, uh, tell us what you know. Jalen was not injured prior to the game. He got hurt in the third quarter. He completed, I think, seven out of ten passes after that. 
160 um, yards or something. Threw like a, a dime, dime. To, to A.J. Brown down the, down the right sideline. Came back with a little slant pass, two-minute warning, sealed the game. Ran, I think, four times, 11 yards, touchdown, kneel down, two kneel downs. And so he played through the pain. And they, then he had an x-ray after the game. Everything's negative. Everything's clean. It is a shoulder sprain. It is considered a mild injury. And honestly, I, I genuinely do not believe that they are ruling him out. Because things can heal quickly. And if he's fine, if he's healthy enough to play... He will play on Saturday. If, if he's healthy enough to play, yes, he will play Saturday. And I don't see anything changing about that. He did not go into the tent when he was injured. He did not st- stop playing. He came back out. And he kept throwing the ball. He kept throwing the ball and throwing the ball with accuracy. Um, so I don't I don't see, see it being a big deal. Everybody's concerned about, you know, hurting him or him injuring himself worse than what it already is. At this point in the season, everybody's got something wrong with them. Everybody's playing with some kind of pain, some kind of tweak, some kind of something going on. I agree. <laughs> now, if this were a game that was win or go home, I mean, I don't know would that change the equation. Would he absolutely 100% play? I don't know. It doesn't matter that the Eagles are a three, have a three-game lead in the division, and the magic number's one to clinch the NFC. I, I don't know. Magic number's not one to clinch the NFC. Magic number was one to clinch everything. No, it clinches NFC. The, NFC. The NFC. Yeah. Oh, which, NFC. Yeah, which yeah. is the home thing. home field <laughs> advantage. I'm yeah. thinking East. Yeah. Sorry. Home field advantage. Yeah. We got to win one more game. I actually got Diaz. Well, I'm going to move to the second part of this injury, and and I think everyone can agree. And then there's some you know mixed signals and noise, and is this a, a ruse or he's hurt? If if this game. Was the you know last game of the year and it meant the it meant the bye he would play, but it's more like what are you guys doing out there to put him in the situation where it would be a risk and I think that's what everyone's really kind of freaking Excellent. out about. Excellent, Diaz, which is the segue with I, where I want to ask Dave. Yes, yeah, Dave, come on. All right, this is the tough question, and honestly, there has been no reason to actually scrutinize coaching this entire season up until this game. Why is your thousand-yard receiver Miles Sanders running? Uh, running rusher, rushing. What I say? Receiver. receiver. Why have, is your? We have receivers that, and rushers. You got the all right. Oh my God! Shut the hell up! I'm drunk. <laughs> I got it. Stop Why drinking. Why do you think him. I do this? No. Stop drinking. Every we talk about this in the beginning of the show. Crack a beer. About how do much a you shot. Drink? Leave me alone, <laughs> Dave. Why is your thousand-yard rusher only getting his fourth carry in the fourth quarter? I I, I, I I guess I'm look I get it uh, uh, your biggest weapon on this team is Jalen hurts from every standpoint but I'm wondering why miles Sanders wasn't used a little bit more yeah I mean I think Nick had been asked that question I mean that's the game plan they came together with the one thing I will defend and I want want everybody to really understand this there were two design two designed called Jalen Hurts runs. The rest of them were zone reads that he decided to keep the football. And 17 carries. Let, listen, but that's, what, that's, that's a listen, lot. That's I watched. No, that's too much. I watched the game again, and I made an observation that I haven't heard anybody mention as of yet. Like you said, there were two design runs for Jalen. The RPOs that Jalen was running, what the Bears defense did was they took away the option of 
the running back. So they would crash down on the running back and force Jalen to keep the ball and then punish him when he ran the ball. I don't know okay. why. I don't right, know we why. Don't, people, we don't. We don't, don't know that from uh, you know an armchair at, quarterback uh, standpoint. You, you look at well, I know it from observation. Thank you. That's my observation, and punish him. When he, I don't know why other defenses haven't been doing that. Well, they might now. They're well, going to do that by the, now. Yes. By the way, real so, fast, so, I so would like to needs, know so what where your white snake pin is. My what? White snake? I don't know. Here what we is, go again on our own. What is he own? talking about? On his oh denim God. jacket. Come on. Wow, that. Uh, Keep going. Have I, another. You lost everybody. Yeah, stop drinking. Another <laughs> Jameson, please. Irv, you say that the Bears prevented him from handing up. Right. What, they what, what did they do? They crashed. Well, well, Jalen's when he's doing RPO, he's watching the the the, uh, the defensive, defensive end. end. If the defensive end crashes down as he fakes to the back, he keeps the ball and runs around the outside. Well, why does everything have to be between the guards then? Can you do a little misdirection outside with Sanders? Well, well, I mean, well, they can they can do that. But absolutely, what the de- they could. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But yeah. what they were doing was they were taking away the option of handing the ball off to the back, and they were forcing Jalen to keep the ball. And Jalen chose obviously to run the ball rather than maybe to pass it, I mean, because he has the option of passing as well. That, that, and when when he does that, they they tackle him as hard as he can. And understand this too: when a when a quarterback is running the ball, if he doesn't slide when he's down the field, if he goes head first. He, all those, all bets are off. All those, uh, uh, the, the the little things they give them when they're they're in the pocket or when they slide. All of the the uh, little pluses little. They, little pluses they get, I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, that's I, off. Yeah. You know, you can hit him as hard as you want to, just like he's a back or just like he's a receiver. If he goes head first and does not surrender himself, so that's what was happening, and that's why a penalty wasn't thrown. On that play, where the defensive lineman landed on top of the so then are you are do you think in the game plan, uh, Dave, should they maybe do a little less option and do a little bit more, you know, running back developed plays where Jalen has to hand it off instead of putting it in his hands every play? That's the answer. That's the answer. So you guys, I mean, that all sounds great, right? Nobody's complaining when the Eagles are scoring 35 points, 40 points a game, 48 points a game, and Jalen's running for 150. And the Eagles are running for 235 yards. Nobody's complaining about that. The only time people complain now, the only reason people are complaining now is because Jalen's hurt. Well, you can't have it both ways. Right. So I'm not complaining about Jalen being hurt. I'm you're, not either. Hundred percent. No. It, it, the Eagle it had Jalen. Look, I, I understand everybody wants um, uh, Miles. Hold on, to get no, touches. no, no, Miles, Dave, right Miles now, not no. getting touches is the issue. You said uh, two years ago when we started the show that Miles is going to be one of the best running backs in the league. And I believe all of us agree with you now. Yeah, and I think A.J. Brown is one of the best receivers in the league, but no, sometimes no, no, he only no, gets hold three on targets. Hold on a second. And I know the Bears' uh, uh, pass defense is atrocious. And that that was one of, one of what they were trying to exploit at the same time. Well, they did. They at the same time, at the same time, I... I I don't know. I feel like four carries up until the fourth quarter for your thousand-yard rusher is not enough. Well, you, have, not enough. you have to call more plays that are designed to hand the ball off to the running back and less RPOs, particularly well, if you, if you notice what the defense when it, is doing. The, when the temperature is below freezing and that ball is a solid rock. Period. Well, yeah. All right, when it's well, cold, you're supposed to run the ball more. Well, they threw for well, they proved that wrong because he threw it. for 315 still, no, yards. I get it, they still won, but in all fairness, 
when your quarterback has seven more carries than your running back, 17 to 10. I, I, I feel like there's something off there. I gave you the answer. Hey, l- listen, I hold on a second. Hold on a second. Ready? Didn't I this give you the answer? This is the only only thing I've had the ability to complain about Stop for a bunch of weeks. So leave me alone. <laughs> right? I gave you the answer. Well, I, you know, the, the answer, well, what the fans answer. And you, I, I gave you the yeah, answer. It, it is... You're right. Because the same thing's going to happen this week against the Cowboys. The Cowboys, if they run a lot of RPOs like the Eagles normally do, the Cowboys are going to take that option away from Jalen and make him run the ball or pass it. And Jalen, Jalen's a really effective runner. I, I, from from us as fans, and we're sitting, you know, in our couches, warm, not in the elements, you know, or the sweet, we or the sweet. He's going to make that tackle. We're at a game here where where the kickers are, you know, the, the opposing kicker is telling the coach, hey, like I, I don't have this fifty yard fifty yard attempt because because of the wind. You know, Jalen said that his 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 hands were frozen in the first quarter. You know, and we're throwing the ball all over when the strength of the team everyone agrees with. We have an MVP, but the offensive line and you know 33 attempts uh, rushing attempts and 15 of them are the RPO that that Jalen ends up running it's just the balance we talk about run pass balance it's more like you could just call plays for Miles Sanders and let him run right, the ball right. you, you know that's you, the answer you're still going to you're, you're going to run right over these guys you're going to control the clock you hopefully reduce the turnovers from uh, under center too maybe and hopefully it's a lesson learned i think he'll be okay uh who knows who starts on on Saturday, but either way, either way we're going to lose from this because it's either all right. Good, let's keep moving on. All right. So um, <laughs> you have glug, Andy, glug. How, how, how Anthony Harris that doesn't get elevated. You have Reed Blankenship. You have C J D J who is injured, and all of a sudden Kayvon Wallace is the man. Yeah, he played well. Played very well. Let's highlight that which we should. Nine tackles lead the team. Uh, including uh, 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 a, a closing of the gap on Justin Fields when he was trying to turn the corner on that third and three play. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where he came out of, and it was like a bullet. These guys got coached up some point during the year because they're tackling a lot stronger. Oh, now. Well, he didn't. No, Kayvon didn't tackle Justin at all. He just made sure he didn't have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. any angle to turn up field, and then eventually. That turned into a fourth and two that they tried to convert and did not. This is what happens when you have a really good football team and you go, all right, I have to live up to the same standard as everybody around me. And Kayvon took that moment very seriously. He knew that this was going to be his game to start. And he had not been kind of really playing to the level, right, of, he, of where he wanted to. Fourth round draft pick for two years. Reed Blankenship moves in front of him. So this is his chance to start. And we talked about it before the game. We talked about it after the game. He was pissed. He, was, he wasn't pissed. He, was, he took it as a moment where he really had to prove himself to his teammates, to his coaches, that they could trust him. And I think everybody came out of that game. He had eight tackles. Nine. Everybody, nine tackles. Eight, eight, I think eight solos. Um, feeling like um, they could trust him. And I think that's really important for a player. Including a tackle for a loss. Which and it was a big huge. one. Early on, you know, Fields breaks the pocket, goes to the sidelines. And and Kayvon comes up, fills it really quickly, and and pushes him out of bounds. It was a it was a huge play. So again, the depth on this team. And I think that's if no matter who's ever hurt, you kind of look at this team and you go, this team is really really deep. And everybody who's 
been called on to play has responded and done a great job, and that's why the Eagles are 13-1, and one, and that's why this team, you know, potentially, I mean, the roster, I'm not sure there's a better roster in the NFL. I, I agree with you. We're going to continue to talk about that. When we come back, uh, what do we have? Uh, party with Dorinda on New Year's Eve here at Live Casino. Saturday, December 31st, Dorinda Medley from the Real Housewives of New York City. Best of the Eagles tribute band, Friday, January 20th. Uh, excellent. Nothing better than the Eagles and an Eagles tribute band. Bobby Collins, Saturday, February 18th, here at Live Casino. You guys, this is the Green Legion Radio Player Show on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Obviously at Live Casino in South Philadelphia. We'll be back right after this. The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Oh, All right, Green Legion Radio Player Show on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Broadcasting from Live Casino in South Philadelphia. Rated best casino in Pennsylvania. Everybody make sure you stop by. We're here every Tuesday from 8 to 10. We always have a new and excellent Philadelphia Eagle from 8 to 9 on Tuesdays. Did everybody miss uh, Christian Ellis tell us who the starting quarterback will be? Uh, He said they were... (laughs) He uh, said you were going to tell us. You were going to tell us, yeah. You did? Yes. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, observations continued about uh, Sunday. Devontae Smith. Player of the game. Oh, my God, is this guy not... Player only, of the game. Is this guy not the best sideline receiver in the league? He is catching everything. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I know I, I'm say. watching the game, and, and, and I re- when watching the national championship game when he had, whatever, eight catches for 300 yards and five touchdowns in the first half, whatever... And I'm like, how does this guy do that? I was uh, pointing at me. Look at this guy. He looks like like a praying mantis out there. And, <laughs> and biggest, he's got, he's got uh, what's the uh, tr- uh, quadruple doink from Toronto. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi uh, Leonard. He's Kawhi. got Kawhi Leonard hands. It, it's it's just amazing that a guy that's built like that and he just slices through the defense, you know, and. and he catches everything. You but just throw, you just throw it up to him. He catches everything, and he knows exactly where he is on the field, exactly where he's got to get his feet down all the time. It's like it's he's a true number. What we have two number one receivers, and they're, they're one one a, and they're and they're such a perfect blend. They they catch everything. But you got the power guy, you got everything. Skinny Batman. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they don't catch everything. They don't catch everything. I saw a few drops. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> Hold on a second. Six, you were a little pissed off about that, or happy about it? What was it? What about what? Uh, that they he doesn't drop as much as everything. AJ does. No, I'm just smiling because I'm I'm just happy to be here. That's all. I'm just smiling. <laughs> just ha- happy to be here. But it's just but, he's, he's, but he's he is weird body. And he I have a couple lies. of observations. He is my player of the game. He had a, over 100 yards in the first half. He was the first half. Pick six. Pick six. Six dollars. No change. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call him. Number six. Six dollars. No change. But but in that third quarter, he lined up. On one on the right side of the formation, then shifted to the left side of the formation. Then when the boss was snapped, he came back and became a lead blocker for Miles Sanders. He stiff armed the defensive end a little bit, then went and got a second blocker, and Miles Sanders got his longest run of the day. 
Did you see that? Yeah. Did you one, see one thing I think about? I think that I think about um, um, Devonte that's over, uh, kind of overlooked is he's a really physical player. Right. And he doesn't get hit. How? Why, Irv? Because he's slippery. He knows where he is as 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 uh. <laughs> Was it slippery or slickery? Slippery. 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 He knows where he is. He can. He knows how to control his body. And this observation from last week, the Giants game. He's a fear. That cat is fearless. As that none. That that catch that he made on the fourth and seven for a touchdown. In the eighties. He was about to get jacked in up. In the eighties, he would have been on his way to the hospital. He knew that safety was coming. He didn't flinch. And he caught the ball and went into the end zone. He's a fearless cat, too. I, I love him. Player of the game. Player of the game. More than A.J. Yes, more than A.J. Man. Who had, what, ha, 100? One, one, 181, 9 181. catches, 16 targets. 16 targets, A 68-yard yeah. catch down the right sideline, which I thought was the key play of the game. It might have been, but I... I, I but, I mean, Devontae did start the offense going. The offense was right. sluggish. He was the and first he half. The big, yeah. He was the whole first half. And he had a big 38-yard well, catch. Let's move on to the other side. And, and, and one more. That's it? They, in the... In the uh, oh, no, we're going to... I'm, just, in I'm the going third through quarter, my notes. Leading to their first score... They were down at the end zone, back on the eight-yard line. He caught a little quick uh, bubble screen yep. and got the first down yep. and got us going. All right. Let's talk about the stud on the other side. Josh Sweat is out of his collective mind. There's another one, too. Right now. <clears throat> um now has a career-high nine-and-a-half sacks in a season. He's turning out to be, by the way, the best bargain in defensive ends, which you don't want to say for him to hear it, but <laughs> that four-year, $40 million, $46 million deal that uh, Howie signed him to? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Is that a bargain? This guy is out of his That's mind. Okay. Not, only, not only did he have two sacks, he had three tackles for a loss. This guy is everywhere, and with depleted defensive ends on our team, playing more time than he should, there is no empty on his tank. Dave? I, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh is the highest-rated defensive lineman on the team. He's been that good. He has been great against the run. He's technically sound. You know, he and I have talked a lot here in the last couple of weeks for some reason, and he says he's playing the best football of his life. He feels like he's in the zone. He used to just kind of line up wide and beat you with speed and beat you with that long arm in his bend. He's got really long arms, long, just a, an incredible body. John Harris. But, with, but, but Josh Sweat was the number one rated high school player in the country. He, he got hit. I was, I was saying this to my wife. He got hurt in a, in a high school game on an extra point. He planted his foot, blocking an extra point, and his teammate crashed into him, and his leg like broke in half. His 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 the bottom of his like the kneecap. It came out of the kneecap. What, what's the what's the bottom of like, the uh, fibula, fibula? Came out of his kneecap and did a, like a right angle, and somehow like there was no there was no ligament damage. They popped it back in, and he was back on the field. Went back on the field. In months, not not like immediately, but like it didn't ruin his career. So it's taken him some time, but yeah, he's a, he's a he's a he's an outstanding defensive end Did, right now. Didn't he get hurt in college too? Because he was the, the number I one think, rated player. I think he hurt. I think he uh, hit. I think he hurt that that again, like a lig little ligament damage, but nothing nothing significant. And then he hurt like an ankle, 
last year. No, he had the spleen last year. And he had an ankle, I think, in his... He was drafted in 2020. He was, like he was drafted in 2018 with Mylotta. So every, so this, that was 2019. So, no, 2018, it was, my, it was Josh Sweat. It was, let's see, it was Mylotta, Maddox, because they signed all, and Goddard. All four of those guys. Mylotta, Maddox, Goddard, Sweat. They signed all four of them um, to extensions last year. And, and like, everybody goes, you go, wow, that draft sucked. Well, now look at the draft. It's a really good draft. How he does his best work at the end of the draft. <laughs> he really does. I mean, hey man, yeah. Miles Sanders, Miles, the way Miles has played, what was that, 2019, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a prize from the 2019 draft, which there's not a lot of not a lot of good stuff still left from that draft, but Miles makes it a lot better. All right, moving on. Uh, Dave, More next women? question. <laughs> no, next question. Again. This is your interrogation, Dave. Getting bogged down. I brought him cookies. So hey, we're should... third, yeah, thank you, Sam. They were great. They Javon are... Hargrave is making more money this season than anybody else on the defense. He is also at ten, ten sacks, sacks, nine tackles for a loss, fifty tackles. Pretty impressive for that tackle position. If you're the GM of this team moving forward. Are you trying to re-sign him next year? I mean, I'm trying to re-sign all of them, but they, if, <laughs> the, the list of free agents is unbelievable. Yeah, they got to be this make, year. Yeah. It's C.J. Gardner-Johnson, it's Bradbury, it's T.J. Edwards, it's Kaiser White, it's Hargrave, Fletch. Fletch but you also have uh, BG, what Brandy is Graham. probably about $88 million. You have $68 million got, coming you, off the books. you got a quarterback. Uh, you have a quarterback who's not in the final year of his contract, but you want to sign him because you get him cheaper if you do it the year before, which Howie has been brilliant doing. But you're right. There's $68 million coming off the books on the uh, final year or mercenary contract list. And if you include the increase in salary cap based on NFL uh, 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 profit loss, it's about eighty-eight million. Are you re-signing Javon Hargrave? I'm, I mean, because I'm, I'm I am trying, trying to. to. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't ever want a great defensive tackle to walk, and I think he's a great defensive tackle. I, I, I hope. Well, it seems like this is going this way, and this is my idea. Um, I, I don't know if this is true, um, but normally around this time, you know, how he does like to make these extensions. You know, hey, we're investing this guy and this guy. But with the, I mean, what sixty percent of the starting defense is up for renegotiation or up for a new contract and your your MVP caliber quarterback and your center and Miles they ha he hasn't said anything publicly but it'd be nice to say hey guys we're winning the Super Bowl this year let's go after it we're going to do do all deals after the we don't want to have to deal with Kaiser getting a contract and not TJ Edwards getting a contract or this guy or that guy. Let's keep it all off. Let's, let's focus on this year and we'll get it done this in the week and next week is when the budgets start getting looked at. So right. Well, you also push that money into 2023. So, like, I don't really worry about the cap because it's it's there's two different things. There's the salary cap, cash, and then there's cash spent. Right. And you can always manipulate the salary cap, and then it comes down to how much cash does Jeffrey want to spend? And he always spends a lot of cash. Um, I just don't know how much cash there is to spend. You know, I mean, like when you're talking hundreds of millions. I mean, you're talking. If you want to sign all of those guys, it's going to cost way over $100 million. My playoff tickets are expensive, Dave. 
Thanks for your business. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for your business. And uh, the Green Legion <laughs> fills Dave up Filippo, all- thanks for your business, buddy. <laughs> the Green Legion fills up all these road stadiums, and I know you get a, you know, I know the team gets a little cut. So anyway, I want to ask about merchandise sales this year. Unbelievable. I want to ask about Sayamalu. Uh, it's a question that I think everybody wants to know. Why is he always turning around? So is that, he's, he's, he's turning around to give to tap the center, and that right. uh, that's your silent count. All right, silent count. But every time he turns around, the defensive it's, moves. it's an indicator <laughs> yeah. that we're getting snapped. So there is no... They changed nobody's, it up, though. They, they, they changed, changed it up, but nobody's really timed it up yet. Nobody yeah, they like, cha- they nobody's it jumped it. I mean, he taps him, but, but, but Kelsey doesn't always automatically snap the ball. He yeah. waits sometimes. Sometimes he'll snap it right away. Sometimes he'll wait one, two, three counts, then he'll snap yeah. it. So you want to change up the cadence, vary the cadence, right. so that the defense doesn't right. doesn't anticipate A that. A great Charlie Sheen movie, by the way. Great, great question, Quimby. They got him to jump off sides. They got the first down. Yeah. With, yeah. Hold on. And we got a Landon Dickerson. He always does it. Shooter McGavin, rapid fire. You didn't mention Hassan Reddick. Yeah, that that's cat, what I was. That, that cat. Excuse is, me. Uh, that cat. What? Excuse me. That cat is balling. We have 20 more minutes. Did you not think it's on my list? Now I don't know what you got. Well, on I your thought list. you would go in order. Josh Sweat, yeah, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, right down the line. No flip. Hassan Reddick. Here we go. <laughs> Defensive player of the game. 12 tackles on the season. Yeah. Or 12 yeah. sacks on the season. Three years in a row, 10 double-digit sacks. Three, three different three teams. Different three teams. Different he won that. It. He won that game for them on Sunday. Yeah. Hold on. He was a freak. By the way. Uh, and he missed that one because he got uh, a pay, he got hell. But he got hell. He got hell. Yes. He, had, he uh, would have had four sacks. That guy is out of his mind, completely. Dave, unstoppable. Talk about him in the locker room. I mean, you uh, you have to know. He's great in the locker room. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Moving on. Let me. Clip you know that. what I like about this defensive line? Tell us, Quimby. Fletcher six sacks. BG eight and a half. Sweat, nine and a half. Hargrave, ten. Reddick, twelve. They Those the are the five staff. guys that you want to perform. And with the exception of a small disparity between Fletcher and BG with two and a half sacks, it's pretty equally distributed, yeah. which means every single one of them are deadly. Yeah, and you really can't key on anybody. Right, I, yeah. I remember back in the days of um, the Giants and, and their great pass rush with Tuck and Strahan and Human Yora and who else did they have? They had like a couple of other guys. Uh, and talking to Marty Morningweg about it, he was like, you know, you can always account for one great pass rusher. You can account sometimes for two, but when you get into three and four pass rushers, it's really hard to account for that. And that's what the Eagles have right now. They're bringing three and four guys who are and without blitzing, who are they, capable of winning one-on-one battles. They were they were running simple games. It was just a simple twist, and for whatever reason, the Chicago Bears' offensive line was not able to adjust. It was just a simple twist between the end and the tackle. They were doing it over and over again and still getting to the quarterback. I, I think it's amazing that the stat that was repeated after, after the game. This is the first time in Eagles history, three games in a row of six acts or more, and you think of, like, the gangrene defense, you know, of the, the late 80s, 90s with Reggie and Clyde and, and Jerome. And then, and then the B-Dawk and Trotter and, and Hugh and, all, and, and, and Corey Simon and, and our, our good friend Tank. How did it, it, is this the greatest Eagles defense that we've had? And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. You know what it is? First, a it, lot of it, categories. You know what it is? It's just now fun to watch the defense again. And we've only had... 
three of those moments in my history, which is right now. Long time, yeah. <laughs> the 40, You're off again. The 48 defense. <laughs> You're off, too. And the six. <laughs> All right. No, we're talking about the, the, the gangrene defense. We're talking about the defense that got us to a Super Bowl in the early 2000s. And we're talking about this defense now. And it needed to come back because you know what? People from Philadelphia love watching heads get knocked. And you don't see that on defense or on offense. You see it on defense. Anyway, here at Live Casino, new members played $500 on them. Sign up for Live Rewards at Live Rewards Desk as a new member, and they will rebate your losses on your first trip up to $500. Must be 21 or older. Visit LiveCasinoPhilly.com for details. Park for free on game days. Gold card members and above receive free parking on Eagles game days. Classic card members get reimbursed in free slot play for the parking fee. Naughty or nice drawing. Earn entries beginning Thursday, December 1st through Sunday, December 25th for your chance to win a share of $60,000 in prizes or the grand prize of a BMW X3. Again, visit Live Casino Philly. This is Green Legion Radio Player Show on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, here at Live Casino in South Philadelphia. We'll be back right after this. The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Radio Player Show here on Fox Sports The Gambler 102.5 FM Philadelphia broadcasting from Live Casino in South Philadelphia rated best casino in Pennsylvania we're here every week on Tuesday from 8 to 10 8 to 9 we have a current Philadelphia Eagle player we're talking about the game on Sunday. We're going to talk about predictions against Dallas in just a couple minutes. Herb, you got something to talk I, about with the defense? Yeah, we were just talking before the break how good the defense is. Uh, and just kind of, it's kind of unbelievable. But let me give you some stats real quick. First in takeaways, first in sacks, first in passing yards per game, first in yards per play, second in total yards per game, seventh in points per game. And the last team that led the NFL in all three of the first three categories that I mentioned was the 1974 Steelers, and they won Super Bowl Nine. You know what's interesting? The Eagles haven't given up more than 239 passing yards, net passing right. yards, right. to any quarterback. And that yep. was the Cardinals game. So that's the immovable for the immovable object, the irresistible force, the Dallas Cowboys offense, and. I know that everybody's all making fun of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott interception and blah, blah, blah. No. In the last three games, they've averaged 38.3 points per game. They score points. Cowboys, C-O-W-B-O-Y-S, <laughs> can't operate without bums on your squad. <laughs> you like that there, Serena? Oh, Serena. And you, and you can change bums to a different B word. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Rev, I, 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 don't, I don't know if the Lord is going to no. accept that. Rev. <laughs> Thank you, Chance. Gotta love Dallas Week. Moving on. Just thought I'd throw that in there, Bud. Uh, I like it. By the way, 
I think we found our answer in special teams on kickoff returns uh, with Boston Scott. He, he, in two Scott. games, he's got more yards than anyone in the past two years. I mean, combined. Got it going in the second half, opening second half up with over 50 yards. Past 50 yards. It's great seeing what? him run like that in the open field. Like, What's he doing? It's like watching Darren Sproles. Short field. Yeah, Dave, you have something to say. No, I just think it'll be different this week. Indoor game, indoor uh, kickoffs. I think there'll be a lot of touchbacks. Well, there won't be, I, don't, I don't think anybody returns a kickoff. Hey, party, my, my party over, You're a party my, pooper. My over-under for kickoff returns this week is one. Well, their kicker's you're, got a boot, too. party pooper. You're a party pooper. Just trying to keep it real. Or Unless it hits that screen, it comes down. The holiday, joyous. By the way, <laughs> can we run the Moses play a little more often? Where he parted the Red Sea. My God. It was a zero blitz. It, well, wasn't that? Everybody, everybody Very poorly did, timed. Zero blitz. Uh, poorly timed. You had four receivers, all do out patterns, and the middle of the field was wide open. Well, the safety blitzed on the wrong side of the center. He went the wrong way, and Jalen saw it, and bang, it was just like you said, the Red Sea opening up. My God, that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, all right. So. Keep going down your list. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, wait, here we go. I don't know where I want to be right now. Nice pop, by the way, by Avante Maddox on that play by the sideline. And an excellent play by Reddick to stay inbounds and recover that fumble. I, I, I did like to see Adamic and Sue back to himself when he smacked. Did he smack Fields? Oh, smack yeah. 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 I, I, I forgot about I, that. I, I thought that was pretty good. How Adamic, did they not see that? That's that's a dominant back to himself. About that fum about that fumble recovery, yes, Reddick, great job. The way the ball I mean that was I didn't talk about divine intervention. Yeah. He he jumped it and it somehow bounced backwards in to stay in That's in, what the ball does. It's a it's an oblong shaped ball and it takes weird bounces. It was weird. It, it was interesting though watching the Bears and watching Justin Fields and I I mean I think the kid is super talented. And it made me realize how difficult it is for defenses to defend Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Right. We kind of take it for granted. We're it's like, the eh, same. You know, it was the hard. same. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields was. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't run him more. It's the same like we had against Arizona with Kyler Murray. All right. It yeah, was Kyler, difficult. To I mean, Kyler doesn't does throw the ball. Yeah, Kyler's not a good thrower. I think Justin Fields can throw the ball. And I don't, I, don't, I don't think Kyler is quite the runner that Fields and Hurts are. He's, he's not. He's, quite a, relu- he's a weirdly reluctant yeah. runner. He's yeah. like. He like, looks like a baby running away with your phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought of. Yeah. He's he a very graceful runner. Uh, Sam, uh, $2 tacos at Live Casino, Sport and Social. He I love Barbacoa. Please, please. Carnitas, please. Don't thanks. make me be, be you up in front of all these Post people. haste. Shut up, Diaz. Dave, let me ask you something. Please. So, uh, for the upcoming game, we talked about option, option, option this entire show with Jalen Hurts. Does that change of Minshew's under center? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, listen, the, the, the Dallas defense... Gave up 503 yards against Jacksonville, 192 on the ground. They have a bunch of injuries. They're down to their third-string cornerback on the outside. They've lost Jonathan Hankins inside, their big run stuffer. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, their best linebacker and leading tackler, won't play in this game. Dorrance um, um, Armstrong, I believe his name is, one of their defensive ends, is going to be questionable for this game after playing just 14 snaps. So the Cowboys are, and they gave, they gave up a lot against the Texans two weeks ago. Yep. They gave up a ton on Sunday against Jacksonville. 
They're not getting the takeaways as much, and they're getting exposed in a big way defensively. So I, I just think whether it's Jalen or Gardner, the Eagles can fashion and structure their offense and have a lot of success. The ball's going to come out quickly mm-hmm. because you don't want my, Micah Parsons is still a really impressive guy. and I think they've only had one sack in the last two games. We though. don't like him. I know, but he's a great player. And I think that, you know, that with, with Brown and Smith, they just have huge matchup advantages. And with this offensive line, the Eagles can run the football. Because the Cowboys can't operate with bums on their squad. <laughs> their, yeah, their offensive line's all bagged up too, right? <laughs> Uh, well, they have. They've got Tyron Smith back, so he played. And he'll be back. Year, yeah, he'll be, he'll be done by the second quarter. I think he played 50 plus snaps on Sunday, and then Jason Peters is rotating in there somewhere. So, oh jeez, they're, they're oh giving. Up, Can we have fun with? They're that? giving up yes. to Mitch. Dak, Dak's taking some hits, but again, they've scored 38 points a game in the last three games. That's a lot. They're also not going up against defenses like ours. Correct. So, you know, uh, as much as that stat wants to come into play. So, we only have three minutes left on the show. Let's go down through the row. Starting with Slash, Diaz, Spuds, Super Sam, Irv, and I don't really care if I say anything. Uh, Neither, neither do, do we. the listeners. Whoa. <laughs> I That's didn't like say that. Quimby, I care. Before. Why are you looking at me? Quimby, I didn't say anything. Quimby, I care. <laughs> Prediction. <laughs> Brown noser. I'm, I'm going to act like Minshew's starting this game. Uh, I'm going to look at the worst-case scenario, which I don't think is a bad scenario still because I think if Minshew's under center, I still think the Eagles can win this game. Uh, 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 give me give me 23-20, Burbs. Uh, I think the easiest thing to for me to feel most confident about is I think the, the birds cover. It was one and a half, then it jumped up to six or something. It's down and down to four and a half. Now it's down four and a half. Uh, six, man, I should have jumped on that at six and a half. But four and a half uh, cover. I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring. Um, I'm going to say 35-31. Birds oh, win. Wow. I mean, Eagles win. I'm not, I don't do. I don't do predictions, but I. I, I feel really great. I, now it is tough. You to heard win. it here, Dave three, is guaranteeing victory. Three straight. Three straight games on the road. If the Eagles can pull this one out, and I, I feel like they'll play a great game. I, I feel. Giggity. It's been a great, great couple of days here at Novacare. I mean, the, the energy is awesome. That three straight on the road. Clinching the last two games at home that really are just we'll, we'll get so pumped. It, it will be unbe- it will be unbelievable. It will be an unbelievable way to usher in Christmas. Jeff Garcia did it in 2006. Mm-hmm. This would be even better. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Eagles win. I think it's gonna be high scoring, more on the 30-27 area. But I'm definitely gonna say there's something weird's gonna happen. Either I missed something somewhere, so I'm gonna go like 30-28, something odd. The Eagles are the only undefeated team on the road right now in the league. Even if Minshew plays, I believe the adjustments that this coaching staff has made over the course of the year, they will have a package in place for him. He has the weapons to throw the ball. Minshew can throw the ball. He does have the experience. The Eagles win. Uh, I hate what I'm about to say. Say it. Do say it. it. Say it. Please we, say it. We can't go full panel anyway, so just say it. I don't like this game. Serena's I, smiling. Serena, don't put, don't say it because she's smiling. Hold on. No, no, he has I'm to I'm not say looking this. at your wife at all. all she's right. looking at you, though. <laughs> I don't care. She's got a hand up. She's smiling. I don't she's like waving. it. Like, don't. She's got, like she's got the Holy Ghost or something. She's waving back there. I don't like this game. <laughs> I don't like 
everything that's set up for it. I said 14 and 3. I believe this is a loss. You so whatever. But I, I believe, but I believe we come back at home on January 1st and close this damn thing up and the Giants game means nothing. I get it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. No, he has to go no, home to it. That's no, the no, problem. No, you guys want to Fluff people. I have no interest in fluffing everybody. I'm not All right. fluffing anybody. Fact is, Giggity. fact is, I don't like how this game sets up. I don't like any part of it. I don't like that stadium. I don't like their fans. You don't like anything. I don't, don't like, like you. You don't like anything anyway, ever. But fact is, I don't think this lines up well for him. All right? Regardless of who is quarterbacking, but I believe... The January 1st game is where we execute, dominate, and then we take three weeks off. So I can go to the Caymans and yeah. not worry about it for three weeks. Bold. Bold of Quimby to take the team that's favored by four and a half. Uh, a fun fact, under Nick's... By the way, yeah, we have to Woo! get out of here now. Go ahead, Diaz. No. Under Nick Sirianni, the Eagles are 11-0 and when they wear green or black pants. They're going all black. This Mute Saturday, Mute 12 man. and... Oh, anyway, I knew that. Green Legion Radio Player Show here on Fox Sports The Gambler. 102.5 FM Philadelphia. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, Dave. Uh, pleasure to have to all you guys To everyone who celebrates here. Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. From Live Casino, we will be here once again on Tuesday the 27th. Uh, just so you know, there is no break. <laughs> There is no break for the week between Christmas That's and good. New Year. That's a good thing. Everybody, uh, we appreciate you being here. On behalf of myself, Slash, slash. our producer, Michael Shutup Diaz, host of your Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, Mr. Dave Spadaro, right. our, our room runner, Super Sam Brady. Homewrecker. <laughs> Womb runner. NFL legendary wide receiver, three with your Philadelphia Eagles, the, the doctor, the reverend. Mr. Irving Pryor and Christmas holidays. And intern Lauren Powell from Westchester University. And everybody out here, we will see you at the Winston on 3rd Street, formerly McFadden's 3rd Street, from 2 to 3. Not Winston Justice. On Saturday.